This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. We Me and my brother went to a yard sale once and bought some toys. My dad made us take them back because I quote, they're dirty. <laughs> I bet we can make an adult big wheel. I'm sure we can make an adult big wheel, but I'm not getting on it because I'm not killing myself. I got to go to work on Monday. But I was all excited because, you know, it's always, it says kills 99% germs and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to be germ free as hell. So <laughs> instead of smelling like rainbow fucking unicorn bowls. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. Okay, so when I was in about fourth grade, mom and dad decided we needed to move to Villarica, Georgia. Now, if you're sitting there thinking right now, I've never heard of Villarica. You're not alone because these days Villarica is an okay town, but back in 1986, we had one streetlight, we had a Hardee's, we had a Pizza Hut, we had one movie theater, a grocery store, and a gas station. And when we're pulling into this place for the very first time, I can practically hear somebody whistling the Andrew Griffith theme in my head. But mom and dad are stoked about this shit. We're going to get away from the city life and we're going to get back to living in the country, living with nature, Shane. What do you think about that? Mom and dad were all about it. But for me, I've never lived in the country before this, so I've got no idea what the hell they're talking about. But when you're nine years old, you don't really get a vote. So we pack up our whole life and moved it to a single wide trailer miles and miles away from any friends or family I knew. And we get to the trailer and me and my little brother run into the trailer to pick out our bedrooms. And I go to the back one, which is the biggest one, and I say, this one's mine. Now, when I picked this room, it meant lots of things. First off, it means that because I'm six years older, it does have its benefits. I get the bigger room, but it also meant that if I were a juvenile delinquent, I could have shimmied off the trailer hitch on the back of my trailer, jumped down to the ground and snuck away from the house in the middle of the night. But I wasn't a juvenile delinquent. It also meant that when anybody got to our house, I was the one who had to announce it to the family because my window faced the driveway and the street. As soon as the dog started barking, dad would go, hey, Shane, who's here? And then I'd have to announce it was my grandma or my uncles or some other random person was pulling up to the house. I was basically the watchman for our trailer, and I took my job dead seriously. I've got all these delusions, and my window being on the back of the house that faces the street means that I could warn my dad if any robbers or bad people came. If I knew my little brother wasn't supposed to be outside and I caught a glimpse of him through the window, it was my job. No, it was my duty to tell mom and dad about it. I was protecting our family, and I was very good at this little job. Well, one Saturday morning, I'm living my life as the the watchman of the house, and I wake up before everybody else to a weird sound in my backyard. And at first, I don't open my eyes, I just heard this weird noise. It almost sounds like horses neighing and walking around. So, in that state between dreams and waking up, I start to have a vivid dream where I'm surrounded by horses, and they're all just kind of standing around watching over me when something pulls me out of that little trance. It was a real horse neighing, like I heard it, like it was clear. And it was so loud, I sat straight up in my bed like somebody had called my name. I had my window open because for about 15 minutes in the Georgia spring, you don't need air conditioning. So the night before, I had a nice breeze blowing in on me through my Spider-Man curtains. And at first looking through the curtains, I can see the outline of what my heart tells me are definitely horses, but my brain is refusing to fucking believe. So I pry back my curtains and it had rained the night before, so there's thick-ass fog and mist all over my trailer park. And it was so thick you couldn't even see all the way down my street, but standing in that fog was about 20 real-life horses. I had no idea what to do, so for a minute, I just sat there, 
watching them and kind of internally debating on whether I'd actually woken up or if I was still dreaming the entire thing. I watched these horses for what felt like hours, and they didn't do anything amazing. They didn't dance. They didn't do any tricks. They just stood there. And for a few minutes, it was just me and the horses having this moment. Until all of a sudden, just as quickly as they had walked out of the fog and into my yard, they started to walk off. And as I watch them disappear into the fog, my brain is telling me, I don't know if you woke up. I don't know if you're still asleep. I don't know if you're actually seeing this. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I decided I'm just going to go ahead and lay back down and go back to sleep. Now, when I get back up, it's raining hard as hell outside again. And I get up to go tell my mom and dad what I saw. And I tell them all, even my little brother, Stephen, I, I might have dreamed it, but I think I saw a whole bunch of horses walking through our yard. And as soon as the rain stopped, we went out to check for hoof prints. But in the red clay in Georgia, they were all gone. Mom and dad started saying, oh, it was probably just a dream. You probably just dreamed the whole thing. And after a couple of weeks of recounting the story to all my aunts and uncles and all the people at church, I started to believe that definitely I had just dreamed the whole thing. I didn't see these horses. We didn't have this moment. Until about two weeks later, my mom mentions to my dad in passing, did you hear that the horse farmer at the end of the neighborhood accidentally left his gate open a couple of weeks back? And he just now got all his horses back in the fence. And as I'm sitting in the backseat as we're driving to the grocery store, I wanted to pipe up and say, so it was true, I didn't dream the whole damn thing. But I just stayed quiet and remembered that awesome feeling of having that moment with those horses. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when Optimus Prime died during the Transformers movie back in the 80s and how absolutely traumatic that shit was to all of us as little kids, or as we like to call it, now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of thin air. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Who Invited This Guy podcast, the Late Party Pod, and the Twisted Britain podcast. And this week on episode 180, Kenny has a very special public service announcement where he lets us know what not to use as body soap when you run out. Then later on, we discuss yard sale toys, riding an adult big wheel, and an incident with a biker gang. So check it out. We'll be right back. All right, ramblers, let's get rambling. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special public service announcement from a Mr. Ken Baldwin. Mr. Baldwin, you had something that you wanted to tell all the people in the Now That I'm Older audience. No matter how late you are for work and no matter how much you forgot to go buy soap at the store the day before, Never wash your entire body with dish soap. Okay. Why should no one wash their entire body with dish soap? And in my head, as soon as you said this, my first thought is like the the bubbles like sudsing out of the uh No, it's the opposite. The it doesn't sud very good, actually. It doesn't uh, stay in your loofah like body wash does. So you you pour the Dawn dish soap or whatever dish soap you have, palm olive or whatever, on your loofah. Why would you not pour it on a loofah if that's what you do with the liquid soap you buy for your body wash? I'm just saying so that you just – you put it on your loofah and it does, there's no – No, it did a little bit. It was better than like, you know, I don't know, something that didn't work at all. But it didn't work as good as body wash. 
Okay. It didn't linger as well. But I was all excited because, you know, it's always – it says kills 99% germs and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to be germ-free as hell. So <laughs> Instead of smelling like rainbow fucking unicorn bowls, <laughs> like all these other weird soap smells they sell you. Why is it that your body wash smells like rainbow unicorn buttholes? Because apparently that smells like Alpine. I don't know why. But that's, this that, episode is call called that. Rainbow <laughs> Unicorn Buttholes. <laughs> Just and I can't wait for you to put the artwork together for that. <laughs> so you decide- going to be fabulous. <laughs> so first off, let, let's go through the progression here because you decide that you're coming home that day from work. And you I'm know- Not coming home. I'm waking up. No, I'm saying the night before, you know- Oh, the know- night before, I, I was like, I need to go to the store, get Cokes, toilet paper, and soap. And I didn't go to the store because I was sleepy. And I forgot all about all that shit. So, so the next up. morning you wake up and you go into DEFCON Zero. because you're DEFCON like- Zero. I have some dish soap. And uh, for light dishwashing, I have a thing of dish soap in my bathroom because I only have one sink down here right now. My kitchen sink isn't hooked up yet. Right. But if I'm like washing some some uh, spoons and forks, I'm not going to go upstairs and bother the people up there to wash like little stuff. So I keep some nice soap. It's all like 99% germs. I was like, I'm going to sell citrusy. That's going to be good. That's different. <laughs> so is it like the pink um, stuff that's supposed to be soft for your hands too? It was palm olive. Okay. It's orange. Okay. Because it was citrus. Oh. Get your get your colors and scents right, Shane. God. So there's no there, – there wasn't like – and I think I'm thinking of the dishwasher when you use dishwashing. It's like, not the granules. No, it's just No, I'm not talking dish- about that. I'm talking about like when you put the dishwashing su- uh, liquid in yeah, if you the put dishwasher, it in that kind of machine, yeah, you've caused like, havoc. suds just go everywhere. <laughs> Which makes me wonder how bad it would be if you put body wash in a dishwasher. <laughs> It turned to a suds monster. Like, uh, I smell like butthole unicorns. <laughs> I smell like rainbow butthole unicorns. Uh, that would be that boss's name on a video game. So you wake up that morning and you're like, okay, I smell like the night before. I got to take a shower. Well, I mean, I'm a dude. I got to, and I shower in the morning. But there are, so there's, there's no, no soap. and it's summertime, so there's no going more than 24 hours without washing my balls. I mean, that's just. Oh no, I get it. I get they it. start as as you go outside. It's a comfort issue. I don't give a fuck about smelling for the rest of you fucks. I don't want my balls turning into a, one of those things you used to throw on the glass door, and creepy crawly would come down the door. <laughs> they would like slowly yeah, fall. That's down how my the door. balls feel on a hot summer afternoon. Anybody, so, anybody who's not in the southeast and you don't know, basically down here we get two and a half seasons. Um, we get summer. A little bit of spring and then fall and a half. Oh, man. It's so and, humid. And it, during the summer right now, you can walk outside and legitimately go from being 72 degrees inside with the air conditioning to going outside and sweating your dick off just going to your 96 car. 96 degrees and the and literally the humidity is attacking you. Yeah. It's, it's like it's thick. The it's like, it's like thick. one of those bug-eating plants. Not the Venus flytrap, <laughs> but the kind that wraps around the fly. That's how the humidity treats you. So anyway – there's no going more than 24 hours, especially your balls, which is funny that I bring that up because that's where the public service announcement really comes in. Okay. And I've done some research to find out why all this happened, but to make the short story short, and I'll get to the explanation later. So I bathe in the soap. Everything's fine. I'm like, my armpits aren't going to smell at all because that's you know, the germs are all dead. It's like it's germ free. I might even try not wearing deodorant today. <laughs> so get out of the shower. Everything's trends. fine. And then a couple hours later, I start feeling kind of itchy <laughs> in my in my boy parts in my in my nether zone, 
And as the day goes on, I feel itchier and itchier. And I wake up the next morning, and this shit is full on alligator scale dried out. My, my balls look like they're the balls of a re- resurrected zombie or, or like a like a mummy. Yeah, I have mummy balls. Like you went to the... There's uh, dust coming off my balls. Like you went to the Renaissance Fair and bought like a leather change purse and then got it wet. Like I was actually really relieved to see that it was just dry and scaly. I thought, thought my balls may be on fire. Up. I woke up and my balls were just like, hey, hey. <laughs> so you woke up and you, you had the old wet leather change purse thing. No, dude, it your... wasn't old. It wasn't wet at all. <laughs> well, I'm, was... saying like, I'm saying like you got it wet and then it dried out and you looked at it. You're like, oh, it's all cracked and old leather sort of look. To no, it. it wasn't like old leather. It was like, I don't know, a, ro- a balled up piece of paper. <laughs> oh. It was like, it was like if somebody had uh, like when I remember telling a story earlier on the podcast years ago, when we first started about using my mom's exfoliating cream. And getting a tiger striped dick for a little while, <laughs> it was like that, but on the balls. And like what I what I found out, because I got on the internet to find out what had happened. Well, have you ever noticed when you wash a dish with dish soap? Yeah. And you drop it on, like the oil just runs, uh-huh. like it literally repels oil and breaks it down immediately. So all the oils in your nether region, that yeah, are supposed they, to keep they, it lubed yeah. up and, and nice <laughs> the, and comfortable. The same thing that makes them musky nightmares, apparently. Keeps you from turning into Clint Eastwood's face and and the good, bad, and the ugly when he dragged him through the desert all day and made him walk and his lips fell off and shit. That's how my fucking balls look. Look like somebody whipped him with a whip. <laughs> I'm just imagining like your balls being all like decrepit and like you pull your you pull your underwear uh, down like a little so thing of dust. Fucking itchy for like five days. It was like. Were you like rubbing them down with? Lo- I mean, okay. Yes, I got audience. some of that. Like, re- that uh, what's it called? Um, exfoliating. No, not exfoliating. <laughs> not exfoliating. The, Moisturizing. The, uh, damage skin uh, restoration. All the magical words about what you're supposed to use. Like I use it on my feet a lot, so I don't like. It. I don't want old people feet. Right, so it's moisturizing lotion, yeah, basically, so like to intensive try and, care to try and put yeah. some sort of moisture into your uh, own dry to roll. Balls. It's all gross feeling when you're trying to rub it on because you're like, eh. it's like the way your shoulders feel after you get sunburned as a kid. I was about to say this kind of reminds me of the the whole like dried up dusty balls thing. Kind of reminds me of like, now, like the way your, your skin looks, feels after a. Um, you know how your dog looks at you when it's in the cone of shame. Yeah. So if my balls were the dog's body, <laughs> that's how my dick looked. It was all like. I, I don't. I don't want to be close to this. I don't know what it did wrong, but I didn't get all fucking scaly and fucking turtle. It looks like a fucking tortoise down there. Can, can you put a jacket on me, sir? So did I do something wrong? Them? Did I do something wrong? So this isn't the first time. I know that you've told a couple of these stories, but I feel like there's you have a bad history when it comes to your balls. Of, I mean, um, you know, I think it's just I'm more willing to talk about my experience, my experiences than most people. I think everybody has bad experiences with their balls. They're mad, inconvenient, and sensitive. But nobody that I know dipped their balls in hot sauce just for the that entertainment was fucking of other for people. them. The entertainment and for a fucking quarter bag of mids. Yeah, I get it. Okay, but at $60 the same dollar value, sixty dollar value. You dipped your balls in hot sauce. The sir. crowd wanted to see my balls in the hot sauce. Did the crowd really want to see yes, balls there was, a huge, there was a huge internet presence about that. It actually offended some of the band members. This is before you actually, before things were known to go viral, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> it went pretty close to what we would call viral today locally. Um, so Kenny's that, Hot Nuts was the name of the comment thread. So this is not the only thing that you've done to your balls. Uh, you also use the exfoliating cream. That was cream. my dick, not my balls. Well, I'm saying the exfoliating cream on the dick caused you to get the tired of the balls. Dick. 
but you it's all in the same area sir it's <laughs> you're, all you're part making of the same it all the same thing it's different experiences the balls are never like from some mischief you don't ever want your ball you don't ever want to risk your balls getting fucked up i've sat on them so many times it's so that's why okay. i wear jeans you don't wear jeans. That's right. You I don't wear jeans. jeans. Well, I, I understand. I get the whole like sitting on them and the whole. Um, <laughs> I had a friend that got elephantitis. I was like, I bet that's uncomfortable if you're not used to it. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, the ladies know. <laughs> um, I think that the idea that you have about how large and they just are. Just FYI, if you ever see a fat guy who's not rich with a bunch of hot girls, big dick. Um, Maybe or maybe they're just into fat guys. I mean, some chicks are just not into fat dudes. Have you you done a lot of polls? I'd get a lot more play. There, there's just not that that avenue is not worth going down. It's a, it's a dry well. You don't need to. It's. I feel like there's a a good possibility. Perhaps those that, are the same girls that when they're mad at you will call you a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> then they go on the offensive and they're mean. Uh, the ones you, with the dad fetish, they don't they don't ever say anything mean like that. So why is it you feel like um, you need to damage your balls? Um, I don't fucking need to do. I was distraught. <laughs> I was like, oh, goddamn that dish soap. I was in the store that day and got my goddamn dial. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like you have some sort of. Thank obsession. God I had fucking shampoo. I don't want to know what could have damaged my fucking glorious mane. Um, there are some things that you can buy, and I've seen these. Should have washed my balls with the fucking shampoo. I should have taken the extra caution to use shampoo on the balls, just knowing that they're sensitive. Damn it. In retrospect, that makes more sense. Maybe this is just a maybe that I'm throwing out there. I don't, you can the conditioner do probably because I used two and one. Well, you can do whatever you want. The two and one conditioner would probably make my balls feel way more slimy throughout the day, though. Maybe you would have used the stuff that's designated for your head, which is already a sensitive area when it comes to the skin that's up there, instead uh, of the stuff that's used to clean lasagna off of a pan that you baked with. Well, there was no lasagna on my balls, so in that regards, it totally did its job. Kenny, I don't know what you do at night over here. I don't know if there would be balls covered in lasagna. Some I don't bitches know. like to eat lasagna, bro. I don't know what you do and what you don't do, but what I'm saying is perhaps maybe the stuff that you use to clean. Yeah, eat the um, lasagna, girl. Like spaghetti out of a pan. <laughs> Get the meatballs. Perhaps maybe you should have used um, your shampoo. Hey, dude, you should have used shampoo. Like you've never just grabbed something in a hurry because you had to be at work. No, I haven't, quite honestly. Typically, I I will use my wife's soap if I have to. I don't have no wife's soap around here. Well, and Jack doesn't carry his own hygiene products, so. I think the main problem is you don't have a wife around here. I do have some cat shampoo, but I don't know how that would have worked out. Would have made this, my fur feel good, I guess. <laughs> Kenny, you are a rather hairy guy. So I think the, Hair's different than fur. So I think the overriding principle of the whole conversation is, number one, um, if you don't have don't any hygiene use products, dish soap on your balls. Don't make it fancy. This is simple, ladies and gentlemen. Do not use palm olive dish soap specifically on your balls. And ladies, I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> there's probably a good chance you shouldn't use it on any of your nether regions either. Um, I'm not qualified to speak on that. Neither am I, but I'm saying that like I would imagine the labia is a lot like balls. Yeah, I'm saying like if if it takes all the moisture, they both away, have that whole wrinkly thing going. If it <laughs> today's just been a dirty day when it comes. to I mean, if I guys. can make a bat wing out of mine, and they can make little wings out of theirs, there's got to be some similarities. Why are you making wings over here? Do you ever made a bat a bat wing out of your balls? <laughs> I mean, I've done I've done plenty of that you stuff. You know you have. <laughs> I've done plenty of you that know stuff. you made that wing. in the shower. You know you've been in the shower and been like, I am the knight. <laughs> My balls are the night. 
And then like the cape goes up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you pull both sides. Every dude's done it at least once and be like, ha ha. <laughs> Have you ever tucked it between your legs? No. She would squish my balls. I meant to ask her about that when we had Madison on. Yeah. How do you not squish the balls when you tuck it back? Well, I have a hard time sitting down with the motherfucker. I point mine up. That's why I wear my what? pants kind of high. What? You point yours up? Well, I have boxer briefs, so they go on the upper half of the thigh to the side. You, Dude. If it's down and I get an accidental boner, shit hurts. I don't it know. It gets caught man. on the top of the underwear, and I wear boxer briefs, and it's like, ah, ah, leverage. Where if it's over here, it will it can still do its thing and just go to the side. Well, I, I never tuck mine up. Mine's always tucked to the side. I, don't I know. think mine rides kind of high. I don't it, know how we got to Because, like, when I walk penis. around naked in the mornings, like, even without a boner, mine sticks straight the fuck out. So I think mine's kind of high on the pelvis. <laughs> like you were just put, like somebody was doing one of those models of a, of a man and they put your penis on. Like it's a, sometimes I have to get really low to get into a good doggy. Missionary is like instant, though. I can hit that shit on a, I could be running and jump into it. <laughs> it's like it's made from, and I don't like missionary as much. So it pisses me off sometimes. I'm like, get your ass up higher. God damn it. So as a bigger Here, guy, you stay on the bed. I'm getting on the floor and standing up. Just keep your ass high. God damn it, lazy bitches. Uh, that I will tell you during sex, that is one of the things that annoys me so much is when when we will be having sex and she'll drop her ass while we're in the middle of having sex, and I'm like, you just have to help me out back here, okay? <laughs> All you have to do, <laughs> the only job you have is to keep your fucking ass up in the air. Okay, so here's my question for you, as a larger guy. Do you ever find yourself ashamed of taking off your shirt and stuff Fuck like that? Fuck no, I have no, I have no fucking cooth. Because <laughs> I was, I'm like, I'm gonna sweat on her in a minute. <laughs> and you're okay with that? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, so it's pretty safe to say Kenny has no shame whatsoever. And ladies, remember, we're not asking for a lot, just a little bit of help. We're going to run to a quick promo breakdown, but when we get back, we're going to discuss a bag full of yard sale guns, riding an adult-sized big wheel, and a drive down the highway with a biker gang and a very aggressive driver. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Ghost Stories, Unsolved Mysteries, and Other Stories of the Strange and Bizarre. I'm Darren Marlar, the host of Weird Darkness. I'm always looking for stories of the paranormal, macabre, supernatural, dark, and creepy. Stories from you. Sit back, turn down the lights, and come with me into the Weird Darkness. Every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at WeirdDarkness.com. It's not personal, Sonny. It's strictly business. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon exclusive content with stuff just like this. Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. Have you ever seen Robotech? See, uh, they never aired it around us because we, we oh. live in the land of the South where math is considered anti-religious. It was more palatable to me than, than Muppet Babies, which I was disgusted by the very idea and never even watched it. I, I hate everything about the Muppet Babies except for the uh, Happy Real Toys. So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one.
ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to podcasts? Do you have ears? Do you like Justin and Chrissy? The That's our names. I know. We have a podcast. It's called So I Married a Movie Geek. Check out this clip where we talk Star Wars sex. This is, I don't know how to explain this articulately, but the, what quote unquote gives me lady boners as far as this goes is not a person and not like, especially not like a guy where, you know, like Harrison or, or Luke or, you know, even if I swung the other way and said, Ooh, Leia. What do you want? Ewoks like stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I mean, we'll double Ewoks. If I if if I were going to go that route, I would just go for Chewbacca. Like, why do I need two stacked on top of each other when I can have Chewbacca? So you like movies? Do you like good times? Check us out. We're so I married a movie geek at Movie Geekcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, all those other things. We'll see you at the movies. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? So do you wonder why you're not married or have a girlfriend? No, it works out. This is all part of the plan. You just want to be a gross guy who sweats on girls. That's all. Dude, it's going to happen whether there's love or not. I can't do anything without sweating if it involves repetition. (laughs) So if you had to lick a lot of envelopes, you'd be like, well, I'm going to sweat. Eventually, I'd break a sweat on my forehead. Um, I, I, and, you know, I'm picky about who I'll let get on top with as far as girls because half the girls out there don't know how to ride dick right. Well, there's all – yeah. I Quit bouncing on it. <laughs> it's not a goddamn Spider-Man bongo ball. Did you ever have one of those as a kid? The thing that had the handles on their head and you sat around their shoulders? No. It was usually a Spider-Man, but there were also generic ones. So it was shaped kind of like – um an exaggerated pair. Like if the bottom part of the pair was fully round. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't have one of those. Oh, that's because you're a poor kid. We were poor kids. We lived in a trailer. My mom and dad came home one day with a bag, a black garbage bag full of guns that they bought at a yard sale. (laughs) Let me tell you, that was fucking Christmas in the middle of July. Oh, man. We had guns in there that made that that noise. We Me and my brother went to a yard sale once and bought some toys. My dad made us take them back because, I quote, they're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> these, some of these toys had been guns that the parents apparently had gone through the yard. Like, nowadays, I have little kids that are known as my dogs, and they will take their toys outside, and the little dog toys will be stuck in my yard, and I'll bring them inside and wash them off and then give them back to the dogs. Well, they had done the same thing with the guns that they got us because they were dirty as fuck. They had been apparently laying in the yard for like months. It's like dug some shit up out of the yard their kids used to play with. Threw it on a table and said, $2, you can have all these guns. So my mom and dad, thinking that they're, you know, they're buying us enough to keep us busy. And you would think Well, it's better than playing with the like rocks. Yes, really. <laughs> we had stick guns before this. So when you say that I wiffle have ball, this, wiffle ball bats could be anything. Oh, uh, dude, trust me, I know a wiffle ball bat, one of those souvenir gun, those souvenir bats that you can get from the uh, Braves. Remember stadium? the ones you used to make out of the pipe that you could pop the pop guns? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. those were lame. We those. always got those taken away pretty quick. <laughs> well, you typically ended up hitting your brother in the eye with it within about ten minutes of we, getting me one. and my brother just ended up turning around, smacking the shit each other with the butts really quick. <laughs> See, me and my little brother always went into um, to what I'm looking for, like into combat mode. Like we, we immediately like would try to mobilize and 
me and him would go outside when we got all these guns. We would mobilize into groups and we would hire enough other kids you to join like us. Nerds. Um, well, we were poor kids who had nothing else to do. Like when there's nothing <laughs> on the inside to do that's fun whatsoever. Like when all the board games you have are missing most of the pieces and the instructions, then you go outside and you like, when we had the stick guns and shit like that, it was kind of boring. But as soon as my mom and dad came home with the big ass garbage bag full of guns and shit like that, it was all fucking hands it's like on Rambo. Dude. When he gets into the arsonary, <laughs> dude, it was fucking next level. So when you say, did I have one of those things that you sat on and you bounced on and it looked like a pair and shit like that? Mine no, was a Spider-Man one. So you held onto the sides of Spider-Man's head, it had little handles that came out <laughs> of his and head. bounced on it. It was like the episode of South Park where they were all microwaving their balls. <laughs> I never had anything like that. I had a, um, I, the, the most popular toys I had was like a gun it and go child. Chopper. Did you what have the one fuck of those? Is a gun and go chopper. It was a big wheel that. Is um, it the thing you pull the cord and your bike shoots out? No, it was that a, was cool. It was a big wheel, but it had like the thing, like um, it was one of those motorized toys, but it was just a big wheel. We had like a button that would make it roll and stuff like that. But it those made things the never worked when we were kids. The ones now work. The ones we had as kids were bullshit. Well, the battery would like, you could charge the battery like twice and then the battery would die. In and 10 your, minutes. <laughs> and then your mom and dad would be like, we ain't buying no other battery. That we ain't, we, this ain't, this toy ain't popular enough for us to go get another battery for you. Right. And it's, it was one of those toys that legit, it was fun for like 15 seconds, but I like the big green machine I had. Mine, the thing that was crazy about the gun and go chopper was that it made the noise like a motorcycle. So when you, you'd press the button, it'd be like, whoa, it's wasted voltage. They could have put into the drive train. <laughs> well, like I said, within 15 seconds, there was no more fun. The green then, machine was way cool. Cause it was like, not just a regular, like big wheel. You sat like on it, kind of like a reclining uh, exercise bike uh-huh. and it had two wheels in the back. No. Yeah. Yeah. And one big wheel in the front, but you steered with the back wheels. And you had two levers, and you used the levers to turn the back wheels. Oh, yeah, you and told you me about this And you could spin before. that fucker out every time. Like, you could spin it out and feel like a G. So it was Tokyo. You were like, did it, did it, did Miami Vice, room. It was Tokyo Drift way before. What you did is you slammed the two levers in opposite directions as hard as you could, and it would lock those back tires, and you would jackknife it. But it was cool. <laughs> it's kind of the same feeling you got when you would slow down or when you'd come up to your friends on your bike and you'd hit the back brakes and you yes, slide in but front it was of them Because you do at least a 180. And like you could automatically start pedaling again and be going. And because you were in this like lean back position, like that thing was way faster than my brother's big wheel. I used to run up and hit him with it. <laughs> So, because the back wheel steer, so I'd get up a little bit in front of him and then just hit it, and he the back wheel would like come up on his leg and be like, ah! So you're playing Mario Kart before Mario Kart was, was a thing. It was more like that part of Ben Hur when they're on the chariots, because <laughs> it would like cut him and or shit. Gladiator and shit. Because just think at a high speed rotation, how the feel of a big wheel would be on the side of your calf. Um, I I feel like you you terrorized your brother a lot when it came to like shit like this, like hitting him, <laughs> um, attacking him. He's all right. The question I have for you is, did anybody else have a green machine and try to do this and flip it? No, it sat so low. I mean, you were literally sitting inches off the ground. You weren't sitting up high. So you didn't have any uncoordinated kids? Because we had plenty of kids who Dude, would try you couldn't. To do- I don't think an uncoordinated kid could flip it because the center of gravity was made for that spin. Well, I'm saying we had plenty of kids who would try to do the bike thing where they would hit the brakes and then try to spin yeah, out. They would drop their it, bike. I bet we could make an adult big wheel. I'm sure we can make an adult big wheel, but I'm not getting on it because I'm not killing myself. i got to go to work on Monday. If I made a big adult green machine, oh, dude, that would be, oh, I could sell it. <laughs> Who are you going to sell it to? Other idiots. So you're saying you're an idiot and you're going to sell it to other part idiots? Part of me is an idiot. The part that wants to ride a giant 
adult version of a big wheel? Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of idiot. I've seen those adult versions of big wheels. They're, I think they're just like some sort of a weird motorcycle that I've seen. And I'm like, yeah, they, they look like it at first. Do you realize what it is? And you're like, yeah, I want one. <laughs> well, I, I don't necessarily want one. Um, I don't want a motorcycle either. I want a motorcycle. I don't want a motorcycle personally because I feel as though I need the doors around me, you know, because if another car hits me, I'd like there to be. because you're a pussy. No, I feel like I need a layer of metal between uh, me and the that's other car. A, that's an illusion. That's not, that's not enough. It's metal. not an illusion. That's literally, there's literally metal right there. That that's, metal could crush you. That metal could crush me. It definitely could. But if a car hits me with no fucking metal between me and the car, don't get hit. I'm going to die. There's, dude, have you seen. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen an accident with a motorcycle, but they don't exactly go out in the world and try to find people to hit. Okay. Some people Pe- People don't see the motorcycles and then they fucking, I've seen too many of those videos where a dude ends up flying across the highway at like, you know, 70 miles an hour off of his motorcycle. I don't ever want to be one of those guys. So if you want to get yourself onto a, an adult big wheel and go I mean, I flying across want a, the highway. I wouldn't want a motorcycle for everyday use, but I wouldn't mind having one to ride on the country. I wouldn't ride in the city very much. So you want, I, I can only imagine seeing one of those videos where like Going it's, up to go, country. it's like a GoPro video of Kenny and, and he's making up a song about going to the country and shit. And he's like riding along on his motorcycle and all of a sudden we see like a car. Why, you, why you got to wish this bad juju on people? I'm not wishing bad juju on you. I'm just saying I can see you're it speaking, in my head. See, you're speaking, what's gonna it, happen. you're speaking tragedy before it even comes. That's very morbid. You probably should get a counselor. I'm gonna say you'd probably have like the um, like the leather jacket on and stuff. Like I would that. definitely wear a good helmet. I'm not a stupid idiot. You'd obviously wear a good helmet, but what would the message on the back of your uh, biker jacket say? I wouldn't wear like a biker jacket with, with patches. You wouldn't wear patches that no, say like, I'm not in a biker gang and I'm not gonna insult a real biker. Like I, hey, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna in, in, intimidate what you guys wear because you're a gang. I'm thinking I'd probably, probably get like a. One of those like old race style jackets that just have a stripe on the arm and call it a day. I was thinking you'd probably have like a jacket that no. says stuff like I break for beef or something like that. No, try not to get shot by motorcycle gangs. Kind of like that time we were coming back from Savannah and you and me had to be like, hey, Nikki, let's let them do what they want. <laughs> she was getting all aggravated because they were blocking the lane. Oh, that's right. We, we were like, how about you just deal? <laughs> we were coming home one day and uh, this motorcycle gang gets next to us. And it's very rare to see a motorcycle gang anymore. It's like, like oh. I don't think they were a 1% biker club. I think they were probably like veterans. And it's some, probably just a motorcycle but I didn't want club. To risk it, but I didn't want to risk it. And they were riding in formation. And you couldn't just pass them. There was only one passing lane. And who was ever up in the front of the passing lane was taking in the sights of this biker gang. They were looking at the formation, taking their time about it. And Nikki does not like to take her time about things. My wife is um, an aggressive driver. Is an easy way to say it. She's uh, she's she's not the uh, the most patient driver. Uh, in fact, she's one of those people that. If you're in the left lane going anything less than as fast as she is, she is cussing you all kinds of left, <laughs> right, and forward from the position she's in. So we're passing this biker gang. She's like, what the fuck are they doing? So I, we get up on them, and I start looking up the biker gang, and I'm like, hey, I don't know if this is they all that have match- biker gang. They all have matching patches and stuff. And I looked up the gang. They were, I don't even remember the name of the gang it was, but it was apparently like one of those gangs that literally has killed people before. <laughs> and this might have just been like one of those offshoots in southern Georgia that hasn't killed anybody. It wasn't the Hells Angels. It was a small biker club. It was, but, but it was one of those gangs. That you read about them, and you're like, I don't want to get drugged behind a motorcycle. I really don't want to get attached to the motorcycle because my I'm, wife decided she wanted to cause problems for them. Yeah, I don't want them to ride by the car shooting Uzis into the window. <laughs> I don't want there to be any sort of a problem on the highway whatsoever. In fact, for me, nowadays, my big thing when I'm going home, I just want to get the fuck to my house. 
I don't want there to be any issues. I don't want there to be any problems. If people cut me off in traffic and shit like that. Was there a point like, in your life where you were out looking for shit like the road warriors? Were you out, were you out on the road like picking more, picking fights, trying to steal fuel? What was going on before in your life? There was a little while where I had a sawed off shot. You're making it sound car. like there was a transition from something else. And I'm just wondering, what were you doing? There was a little while I had a sawed-off shotgun in my car where Ooh, I was hoping Sh- for issues. Mad Shane over here. Um, but you know what I'm saying? As you get older, you start to get a little bit – you start to be able to be fine with letting shit go, with being like, okay, I can I can let this biker gang go by without having to speed in front of them and cause a problem for them. I can let it go that somebody at work said something shitty to me, and I'll just go home and, you know – And not have to talk to HR tomorrow. Exactly. I'll let this shit go. Whereas when I was younger and, you know, like my boss fired me from my job at a fast food restaurant, I punched a hole in the wall at the restaurant. Kenny yes. says he should have arrested me or had me arrested right there on the spot. Vandal? Yeah. But at, the, at that time, it felt like the exact right thing to do. Nowadays, I'd be like, well, thank you for the opportunity for letting me work here. Um, the right thing to do. What part of you felt like that was the right thing to do? Every ounce of my being felt like if you were going to let me close till 3 in the morning and then have me come back to work at 10 a.m. the next day, that was the right thing to do was to punch a fucking hole in your wall, sir. And that guy who runs checkers, <coughs> fuck him as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, fuck his wall for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, Kenny, we're going to go ahead and stop the podcast that, right a, now. That's a logical fallacy. No, we're going to stop the podcast right now. It's there time is, for it to be There over. is no podcast. No, this is real. Yes, there is. It's like 12 monkeys. My sentimental friend, that a heart is not judged by how much you love, but by how much you are loved by others.